Welcome, everybody, back to a brand new edition of the Ludicrous Report, better known as TLR. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Isa. I am Joey Carney, and there are so many fun topics this week in the pop culture world. I was looking before. We were both looking before. And uh, a lot of stuff coming out. I saw some stuff about Black Panther. Uh, There's stuff about things that we've previously talked about, including... Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan, of course, and Chris Hemsworth, Nick Cannon, and Issa's favorite thing to talk about, Bad Bunny. <laughs> yes, there it is. <laughs> so many fun topics. Um, again, if you haven't uh, already, please subscribe and like down below the Know Your News channel. There's so many great shows that they bring you weekly, uh, on a daily basis weekly. We are just one of those uh, every Tuesday right here on the Know Your News channel. And we bring you pop culture news and different wacky, cool stuff that we think we should know about. So uh, we should probably start off with the biggest thing going right now, and that is Bad Bunny. What's going on, Bad Bunny, Isa? He's got nominated for Grammy Album of the Year, first Spanish language. I I believe the first non-English language. album nominated for album of the year obviously you know we have the spanish grammys which he uh the latin grammys which he leads um in nominations but it's almost as big of a deal a bigger deal obviously but that mtv award that i was telling you about is the first um spanish act to get nominated for that so we just found out about bunny is like sitting up there with beyonce with all of the biggest artists in the u.s and it's it's, it's, a, it's a huge deal for, for the Latin America community. For us, the Bad Bunny fans, it's also a big deal. It was very exciting because I always feel like, me personal, right? This is just my own personal this choices here that I'm <laughs> saying, but he always got recognized by the Grammys, but it was always the Latin Grammys, right? And in my opinion, it's like when you see a guy that's putting up the numbers that he's putting, overtaking a lot of other yeah. artists, you know, on sales, on, on tour, on downloads, on stream, Shouldn't you start considering broadening the category, not just to Bad Bunny, but just to artists worldwide? Because there's artists out there that are doing even bigger things than, you know, some of the artists that people are familiar with. I feel like this opened the door for other yeah. artists from other languages that are doing big things to know, hey, you can go for a normal BMA. You can go for a normal Grammy. You don't have to wait yeah. for the Latin Grammys or for whatever special little subcategory they make for you. So... Super proud, super proud. Uh, when I first listened to the album, I I personally thought that it was like a masterpiece, and yeah. it's 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 a non-skippable album. And to me, that's very hard to achieve, right? When you're listening yeah. to to music, how do you find that album that you can listen from song one until the end and not skip one? And I yeah. couldn't believe that he managed to pull that off. So, but I remember thinking, okay. I'm biased, you know, like I've been about <laughs> Bunny Girl for a long time. And yeah. then I start seeing the reviews and then I start seeing the community reaction and the downloads and how many weeks he stayed at number one. And I'm like, okay, so it's not just me. People can agree with me here. How do you feel about seeing somebody like, you know, an album that you might not listen to, might not understand, but that is breaking into mainstream and you see it being played everywhere, you know, crowd singing it, people dancing to it, even they can understand the words. How do you feel about that? Honestly, I love it because for such a long time, it's been very, very, uh, I would say, biased with people who are choosing in all these categories where every year it seemed like the same thing. And it's not just the Grammys. That goes for the Oscars. That goes for, in general, award shows that we have here in in the United States. I think it's very, very biased 
uh, choose or picks for these type of awards. So to see somebody like Bad Bunny, I mean, like, what's really cool is that, like you said, you know, it opens doors. I think this guy, he kicked down the freaking door. Like, look at the year that he's had. And, and when, when he accepted, sorry to interrupt you, but when you say no, that, one of the moments that I really loved is when he accepted that VMA for Artist of the Year, right? Nothing, yeah. not the Latin, this, no, Artist of the Year. He said that he came here to show the world that he didn't have to change who he was, his language, his culture, where he's from, to be able to become one of the biggest artists in the world. So that's why I interrupted you, because I'm like, that's exactly what he was trying to do, kick down doors without having to go and start an album in English and then slowly introduce them to your yeah. Spanish music. Change None of part. that. Right. He just showed up as himself. Never once changed who he is. Yeah. And another thing to add to that as well, you know, he accepted that award, award for the VMAs uh, while performing in a giant stadium. And I don't Sold think out that Yankee it, Stadium night too. That's what I'm saying. Like you don't see people first off sell out stadiums. Like there's arena shows, there's state the, he's on a stadium level. Well, the, also, yeah, that's the reason why he did that because the arena yeah. tour that he did before that sold out and fans were angry they couldn't get tickets. So yeah. he's like, let's go bigger. You've never, I've, I personally have never seen somebody perform from a stadium like that for the VMAs. Like it's usually it's in house or close by here and there. Right. Freaking state Yankee Stadium. I mean, like it doesn't. At get his own concert. Like, let's interrupt your yeah. concert for a performance real quick. I, I again because I'm biased. I always wait to hear from other people because I was like, that's. I'm sorry, that's BDE. Like, that's how it's done. Like, that's how you show the world you're here. And he yeah. said it in his speech. You know, he said his full name, obviously, here in Puerto Rico, we go by two last names. So it was so funny that he said his full-blown name and said from Puerto Rico to the world. And he also got uh, Apple's Music Artist of the Year this week. That was also announced. He always, this like, he's been cool. winning Spotify most stream for, like, three years in a row. That's getting old already. I think the recognition by Apple Music is also a big deal and and it's you know when he showed up wwe and a lot of people were like well, nobody knows who he is right and we had that with yeah. logan paul like why is this guy here i don't think people understand the reach and the amount of audience that these people are bringing in sadly i thought that he was a big deal back then the fact that some people didn't know who he was i was mind blown I'm like how do you not know who he is he was in the yeah. super bowl halftime show you know like how do you not know but he like compared to his fame now it's insane yeah. what he's done in the last year and a half. After WrestleMania, he he like completely took off even more than what he already was. See, I was I was aware of who he was. I just wasn't aware of the power behind him. Like I didn't know that he was that big of an artist. Because I don't, I, I'm not like a listener of his style of music. Like I just don't, I don't know anything about it or much about it to to you know have a proper opinion right. on it. But I knew who he was, and just to see everything he's doing i mean he's even he's doing movies now like this guy is just yeah he's everywhere yeah he's gonna be in a marvel movie i believe and he did bullet train with brad pitt he's in narcos in netflix um yeah it's crazy because to us i was showing you the hat i was gonna wear it it says play bad bunny to us here in puerto rico this like like i prayed i joke about it i prayed about money right yeah. but um to us like the, that's the reason the hat is an ongoing joke because every time you go out to like a club or a restaurant with music all the girls go up to the dj and say please play bad bunny so now i <laughs> put it on t-shirts and hats so you don't have to say it yeah. um so to us here you know he's he's it 
But to see him get the global pool that he's getting now, you're seeing these concerts that I, I've been retweeting every time that I see it. This yeah. is in Uruguay, in Argentina, Mexico, DR. Like, this is like a global, and he's bringing, okay, the best way to explain it, the first time that I listened to him, I felt like home. I was like, this guy's home. He reminded me of home. And that's my connection with Baboni, especially because yeah. I wasn't living in Puerto Rico back then. I was I finished listening to his first, the first song I ever heard. And I remember thinking, he's so freaking Puerto Rican, like, like <laughs> even more than me, like, you know, the words that he's saying. So to hear him take our culture from our tiny little island, Puerto Rico, yeah. you know, 100 meters by 35, we're tiny. And to hear people from all over the world using our slang language, singing our music, like dancing to our music, it's a big deal, you know, and I, even now, finally, here, older people are even starting to recognize him because when he first started, uh, people frown upon him because he curses, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it was almost like, it reminded me a lot of when Eminem first came out. Yeah. I remember I was obsessed with Eminem and everybody hated him <laughs> everybody, because of everybody, his language, oh, yeah. right? But he's not controversial like that because the first few albums, Eminem was saying some messed up things, right? But Bad yeah. Bunny is all about partying and having fun, you know, and... And it's, 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 a, it's a good vibe music, but to be from here, this tiny little island that barely gets talked about or mentioned, and you'll see this guy become the biggest artist in the world, it's just, I feel like a proud mom. Yeah. Cheers to that. Look, I'm even, I'm even using the cup that I got at his concert today. Like, Look I'm all you. Bad Bunny. Representing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> before before Bad Bunny, who was the, who was who else was like the biggest star? Daddy Yankee. When it came Daddy to that Yankee? music that was from wow. here, yeah, that, that was... style of music, Daddy Yankee, yeah, yeah, because Daddy Yankee was born and raised here. You know, you have like J Lo, but J Lo yeah. is more what the locals will call J Lo a New York and born and raised in New York, <laughs> but you know, has no Puerto Rican roots. Um, but from here, I will say Daddy Yankee. Daddy Yankee did a few things. You know, people were bumping yeah. to gasoline, and of course, but it was not to this level. Never yeah. it got to this level where everybody knows, you know, who he is, and you know. Daddy Yankee's retiring, and I feel like he finally yeah. found like passed the torch. Like yeah, it feels like he finally passed the someone, torch. someone. Yeah. There's a large gap between Daddy Yankee's time and Bad Bunny. Mainstream, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've seen them collaborate here, here and there with a couple of hip hop artists. Like even Bad Bunny had that collab with Cardi B. Yeah. Um, but no, no, not on their own. Like. And, and that, if you ever hear his story, it's crazy because when he first started rapping, he was on SoundCloud and then he got into this deal where they just had him putting out singles, but he wasn't putting out like an album and people were yeah. like, no, we so he had to get out of that deal. So he has like a long story, but see, he's been trying to break out since 2017. Wow. And funny enough, I found him because of wrestling. I didn't even found him because of Puerto Rico and the music connection. I found really? him because he came out with a music video with Ric Flair back in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody was like, do you see Ric Flair with a Puerto Rican rapper? I'm like, what are you talking about? So then that's when I listened and I was like, this guy is so Puerto Rican. Why, why is Ric Flair with him? And ever since I've been hooked. But it's like yeah. really funny how my two worlds kind of like weirdly came together yeah. and he had he has Stone Cold in a music video. That's why I was like, I don't, I didn't understand the backlash. I was like, if you know him, you know that this guy is a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. He's always been. So when he busted out in the scene with wrestling, I was like, oh, don't 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 knock until you try him. Like he's never right. he never half-asses his project. So I figured he was gonna do well, not as well as he did. Yeah. Like he even shoved me, and I'm his biggest like cheerleader. <laughs> yeah, I mean he was the MVP, I think, of WrestleMania last year. Like this, he was just. Had a great match. Yeah. Just incredible. And I, I saw a 
an episode. I'm not sure what the what the show is called, but they they're like in a barber shop and it's all a bunch of famous people and they're they're sitting around. With LeBron. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I saw, episode, I saw the episode of of Bad with Bad Bunny and I was like, man, like kudos to him because like that it takes a lot to do that, but to be like to hear his story and 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 just the love he has for wrestling in general. Did you uh, did you ever get a chance to see him when he went on Jimmy Fallon? Because Jimmy Fallon asked him about WrestleMania, and Bad Bunny mentioned not recently. how he watched. Like he said, he went back and watched the match every night for like a month and a half after Mania. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, he's such True a artist because that's what you and I would do if we get the chance to perform at WrestleMania because yep. we're a mark on the inside, you know. So yep. he said before bed for almost two months straight, he watched the match every single night, and I thought it was kind of awesome that he picked. Priest, being that priest is also Puerto Rican, it made sense, like, tag yeah. team and just giving, I don't want to say giving the rub, but if you're going to put one of the biggest artists in the world, in the Latin community, why not pair him up with another, you know, yeah. with another Latin? So I thought it made perfect sense. It, it was funny, though, because they're polar opposites, you know, but then we have this with the rock star vibe, and look, yeah. and you have this little rapper. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it worked, and he, like, like that whole thing, it elevated the culture, but it also elevated priests. Like it just, it did, it did phenomenal, phenomenal numbers. But uh, yeah. I'm sure we could. The see album it all is day. amazing. The album is amazing, and and I'm not shocked to see it up there with the numbers that it's done, the downloads, the stream, and 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 the music itself in the album. I know a lot yeah. of people, you know, because of the language, thing can't understand it. But I see a lot of people bumping, bumping and dancing to it, even not understanding it. It's a, it's really, it's a very well put together album. And like I said, even if you don't understand it, for us, it's, it's what I would call an unskippable album. And it's been a long time since I came across an album that I could listen from start to finish without skipping songs. Yeah. I was out this last weekend with some friends and there was a DJ and I'm like, what, who, what is this song? Who's the song? And my friend goes, that's Bad Bunny. And I'm like, I like a Bad Bunny song. Look at that. Like, <laughs> I'm the last person you would think would be like, oh, Bad Bunny. But like, awesome. Like, it, it, it's it's become mainstream and i think that is it's really hard to do like, in a different language mm -hmm. in a different language but, but sticking to everything that that he stick he sticks to his guns he sticks to who he is yeah and i think that's that's the biggest outcome is like this guy he is who he is and it he's at the top of everything and he's still in his 20s I don't even know phrase. how do you go from here. And I'll shut up because after the last album, I was like, he's not going to top that. And then he comes out with this, <laughs> which is my favorite, like out of everything that he's ever done. Yeah. So now I'm just going to, he's going to do his thing and I'm going to support him. But it's just opening doors for other artists, other people of other languages, other cultures to know that they can win or at least be nominated for a Grammy of the year among the mainstream stars. Yeah, I think that that's the biggest takeaway is that mm -hmm. You could do anything and it doesn't matter who you are and where you come from that's that's honestly the biggest takeaway but i think that we could sit here I, honestly we could sit here all day and talk about bad bunny i know are, i can <laughs> there are so many different topics uh that we need to get to today and one of those includes uh one that we've talked about before we've talked about this person last week lindsay lohan apparently there's talks now. every week man every, every week. week man she's just she's just <laughs> She's doing something. Uh, there's talks now. Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan doing a sequel to Freaky Friday. They're in talks now. All this, all this stuff is coming out, and uh, apparently the storyline is going to be 
that Lindsay Lohan's like a mom now, and it happens to her with the kids and the grand and Jamie Lee Curtis is the grandmother, and she like is aware of everything, and there's a whole there's they already have this story planned out what they want to do, but I like this because I love the first one. Yeah, it's it brings a nostalgia of like those old school Disney Channel days, but I'm open to it. I mean, if it's not like if it's like what she did with this new Netflix movie that we talked about last week, I'm not watching it because I don't know if you saw that movie got horrible reviews. I saw the reviews and it showed up on my Netflix, I, like the top watch. And I was like, I'm not clicking on that. No, no I don't think. <laughs> now this uh, Freaky Friday, the storyline that you're telling me sounds super interesting. That I will watch because yeah. it's not a remake. You're talking about something completely different, but you're still kind of putting them together. I like the original one. So this is something that I can definitely see myself tuning in or, or going to see when it comes out it's a good way to do the nostalgia but give it a new twist which is what i like i don't like when they just completely remake things it feels like lack like you don't have any original thoughts of ideas that you can mix in this sounds like you know something where we include everybody but we give it a new story yeah i, I think that and that's the biggest thing to touch on too is that they're not remaking it it's going to be mm -hmm. a sequel so yeah. i think that that's that's the biggest takeaway um from that movie but that's just i don't know it, it, it's one of those things that if it happens fantastic i'll see it if it doesn't happen like on to the next i'm okay like it's <laughs> <laughs> right like i don't think anybody's saying I'm, I'm losing sleep over waiting for a new freaky friday to come out no yeah. will we go see it if it does yes <laughs> oh of course um so there's this topic here that Honestly, I see every week and it's the same thing. And I don't even know how it's possible, but uh, uh -oh. they made a guide for it now, which is pretty funny. <laughs> the guide to Nick Cannon's kids. Kids. I don't know if you've seen this, but <laughs> this guy announces a pregnancy every other week. I don't know how it's yeah, possible. I, is he married? Is he like... I, what is happening? He is about. Seeing, he's seeing somebody new now, right? She just popped one out. <laughs> I don't know. I I see every week, Nick Cannon announces pregnancy with this person. Nick Cannon announces person, uh, pregnancy with this person. He's got eleven kids. Yep. I have no words. <laughs> I saw a tweet. Somebody tweeted the other day about like the world overpopulating and then somebody quote tweeted it and say can somebody lock up nick cannon and i just laughed hysterically for like 15 minutes yeah i have one better <laughs> because that's like like that's the joke oh wait what is it <laughs> yeah so one of my friends i saw on facebook she posted something and she goes uh you know we're gonna live in a world soon where we're all descendants of nick cannon <laughs> no <laughs> Like no. future, future, there we will all be descendants of Nick Cannon. I was hysterically laughing. Like that is just like that's a good one. This guy, I know he has he has two kids with Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey, the twins. Other yeah. than that, it's just numbers. I have no clue how he ended up with this many kids. No clue. Well, I mean, I have well, an idea. Has but... As long as he's taking care. Of... Well, that's not what I meant. <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> 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 I mean, I didn't realize like, how many baby mamas does he have now? 
Okay, so this guide, it's funny. Well, you, you, you follow the guide, so please enlighten me. Yeah, no, I'll follow the guide right now. It says, Nick Cannon's Kids Guide, the names and ages and mothers of all his children. When you have that your own article with that information, I think it's time to just stay home and have a night to yourself. Yep. <laughs> uh, so Cannon shares uh, with six different women. Six different oh, women. Okay. Uh, let's see. And one of them happens to be Mariah Carey. Like one of them happens to be Mariah Carey. They have two, <laughs> so that leaves nine. As for the specifics of Cannon's arrangements with these women, Brie, Brie, Ticey, TC. I don't know how you say her name. Uh, let's see. Someone said she has a podcast, and she said that her relationship with with Nick Cannon was impossible to categorize. I don't know what that means either. Wow. I don't know. When you uh you can't cut it, you don't know how to label your relationship with your baby daddy. I don't know. I know that he had a child that passed away like last year or so. Really? Um, yeah, know. he had a baby with somebody and the baby was like a couple months old and um That's it sad. was something yeah, something was off and the baby didn't make it. But he got re they that the 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 mom of that baby that child they just got uh pregnant again um okay so that's one of the pregnancies announced but there was like okay. two in the span of like two weeks announced with different people dean is a reality uh, show seriously <laughs> i want to follow my, this it, it should be called my kids and i <laughs> <laughs> the story of nick cannon I love the idea of it being a guide, like a right? whole like I can actually see him being a pamphlet that you flip through and you go, okay, wait, he pulls a picture yeah. with this baby. This baby belongs to her. <laughs> USA Today, Nick Cannon's kids guide: the names and ages of all his children and baby mamas. That's crazy. That's Nick incredible. Cannon has welcomed eleven children with six women since two thousand eleven. Since two thousand eleven. You know what I find fascinating about this? It's like the, the writer that got to research this article. How much fun must right? have that been? <laughs> oh, man. And the fact that they called it like a kid's guide. I mean, that's, it is just incredible. I don't know. It, <laughs> again, if you have to have uh, someone do research and like, there's so much information about your children. I didn't, I legitimately didn't know what we're up to. Like, I didn't know what, what the count was at this point. I just know that I see it all the time. Like, Nick Cannon yeah. is pregnant again. And I'm like, again, like, all you can tell but to think is again, and then you just move on. Yeah. But when somebody mentions it, that's when you go like, Jesus, how many does he have now? Yeah. <laughs> 11 in what, 10 years? 2011, 10 years? Yeah. Wow. With one on the way or two on the way. That's it's more than one a year. He's I mean, trying to take over the world. He's trying to take over the world. Definitely. He wants his own like baseball team or something, or I don't know. <laughs> he wants he, he wants something. Um, but speaking of numbers, there is an interesting article that I saw regarding Black Panther, uh, the new okay. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Um, Do you see it yet? I haven't seen it. I was okay, supposed to see it uh, earlier this or the this weekend. I didn't get a chance to. Um, but they opened with a 330 million uh, global box office, which is, a, is okay. a pretty big deal. Yeah. Um, let's see. The sequel demolished the record for a November opening in North America. 
um, which the previous one was 158 million, which was set by the Hunger Games uh, catching fire. So, I mean, it's been a little while since there was a record for that broken. So, kudos to them. Kudos. I heard uh, a little bit about the movie, not to spoil anything, but uh, it's a tearjerker. So, just prepare yourself to cry a little bit. Are you a crier in movies? Do you cry in movies? No. I only cry during, uh, like, Disney movies or romantic comedies because I realize how ridiculous the story is and kids are growing up to believe that that's how life works and it's not. <laughs> See, in, in those, like, sad movies, like, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a crybaby. You want to know what movie yes, me. cracked me to the point that when I walked out from seeing it, everybody in the room, because I was watching it in the room, right? Yeah. And my whole family was in the living room. And when I walked out, everybody just stopped. Because I'm not a crier and I'm very yeah. dry, sarcastic. So my whole family were like, are you okay? And my eyes were that red. I, I, I hope it's not the same movie that, that happened. I had the same experience. Sorry to cut you off. I had the same experience with a specific movie. And it, like, oh my God. I was ruined what for like a week. What movie cracked you? I was ruined for a week. Like, I felt like I, need to know. I knew the person in this movie. And it like like I suffered a loss. Like It was the weirdest thing. What, what, what was, was what it? Was your movie? No, you go first. Um, I forgot the name of the movie, so don't don't. Oh, no. It's the one with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. No, that's not, not the it. movie that cracked me. No, it's not you. That, uh, yeah. No, I saw that movie. A Star is Born, right? A Star is Born? A Star is Born. Yes, yes, yes. I saw the movie in a the theater, and I was like, for a whole week, I, I felt like I knew the people, and I was like, Ugh! oh, my God. Like, it, it was it was horrible. Yeah, it's not the movie you're well, thinking of. You, you looked at me like amateur. <laughs> no, because I don't think you'll be shocked to know that the movie that cracked me was A Dog's Purpose. Oh, I can't see it. I know. <laughs> nope. nope. Like dog the crazy movie. dog mom that never cries, never expresses yeah. any feelings. Of course, that will be the movie that gets me. And then I make the stupid mistake of watch the the um, second part to it. Yeah. Um on a plane and i'm crying oh no get get out of here i turned it off i'm like i can't do no. this yep dog, dog movies get me dog any, movies get any me animal time. movie i am not even looking at the poster i'm like i got i got like water in my eyes looking at the poster i'm not doing yeah. it nope no no nope. purpose the marley and me scarred me for life <gasps> oh my god for that life so <laughs> i saw that movie like when it came out so i was I was like a teenager at that point. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do it. A dog purpose is like a roller coaster too because of spoilers. But every time the doggy dies, you are so broken. And then yeah. they reunite somehow. And then you like get so fulfilled. And then you have to go through it again. And it's just like, uh, like it's, it's the one where like the dog God. dies and it comes back as like another dog or something. Yeah. And, and like looks for the owner. And then they made another. They made a. They made a sequel to that. And then they made another one, like a spinoff of it, which is yeah. the dog that gets lost, and she takes like three years to find her way wow. home. <gasps> oh my god, that one is actually cute because she ends up like getting lost in the jungle and makes friends like with this like wild yeah. cat. Like it's cute, but it's still like heart wrenching. When oh my god, it's it's dog movies for me. I am See, the toughest. SOB, like I would not cry over anything. Put a dog movie on, and I'm like, oh, you that's how you get me. I should have not put that on the air. Now people know. You know which movies I loved? Well, I mean, I would assume just because Roman, like Roman, he's your he's your ruler, so he's your tribal yeah. chief. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. You know what? Uh when I was 
when I was little, I don't know if you remember these movies, but they I used to love them. Um, the Homeward Homeward Bound movies. Yes. <laughs> Those I liked. They were cute. They were cute. But see, I was a kid and I didn't know feelings then. I didn't know I didn't right. know anything then. Then as you get older, yeah. you you're like, oh my God, everything is bad. Nope. No, 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 yeah. no, no. <laughs> See, those yeah, movies were okay. I have trust issues. I always tell people, like, I always tell people I love dogs more than humans. I say oh, that. Absolutely. And I always I say, say that humans don't deserve work, do dogs. Like, I don't think we deserve dogs. Those are too nope. loyal and too precious of an animal for some humans, right? Agreed. So it, it wouldn't, it doesn't surprise me that those are the movies that will get to me. Like, I can see yeah. something super sad on screen and still be like, yeah, okay, that was sad, but you're not going to see, like, tears. But yeah. that movie, I came out looking like, I, like, something really bad happened to me <laughs> kudos to you for even watching that because i won't even nope nothing i won't even nope i'm like turn it off get it out of here i'm leaving like can't do it and then it gets ideas in your head too because then you start thinking is my dog connected to me like that like that's what i'm saying like it, it's, it's the after effect that's like yeah that's you it's just i don't know but um have you seen the the uh the, well, first off, let's backtrack. Did you see the original Black Panther? Of course I did. Of course okay. I did. I love that movie. I love what it represented at the time that it came out. Yeah. And that's why I am very 50-50 about going to see Wakanda forever. And I haven't made up my mind whether I want to see it now or wait it out until it comes out. But I, I can't wait for you to read this article because I'm seeing a lot of mixed opinions on it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I... I saw so far I've, I've only seen good things from it and that, you know, obviously it was a tearjerker. Um, but there's a lot of people that are saying some negative things about it as well. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not, I didn't, I don't know the storyline of the movie. I'm not too familiar with what's going on. I know obviously, uh, you know, the guy who played Black Panther obviously passed away in real life. So there's not a way to really, you know, come back from that in this, in the storyline. And I, right. What I spoiler alert for anybody who didn't watch it yet, but apparently they play into that real life yeah. story in the movie. Um, but yeah. I, and I, I see a couple of reviews that are pro it. And I see yeah. a couple of reviews that are against him because like some people are saying, I don't want to be reminded, you know, what happened yeah. or he should have gone out like a hero or yeah. other people that nothing really happened in real life have better send offs, you know, in, in the Marvel universe. Like I seen a lot of back and forward between how they handle that. Well, a lot of people talk about that as well when it comes to the fast and furious series with Paul Walker, you know, having passed away. And yeah. still be still being apparently the new one that's coming out, he's involved in the movie and it's like CGI with his brother. And people are like, I don't know if I like that idea. They should just let him rest. Like, yeah, I didn't mind the send-off. I don't know that I want to see him unless it's for like a quick flashback or something. Yeah. You know, like I'm I not sure how I feel about him having like a, a lot to do in the movie. I know we were talking about the Halloween movies, and on the 2018, no, I'm sorry, Halloween kills, they had that quick. Uh, scene with Dr. Loomis where they use yeah. like prosthetics and, and they kind of brought him back for the flashback scene but it was like a quick you know there he is and he's gone and I did that I didn't mind uh, obviously the, the guy that played him passed away but I like I, I did like his send-off in the movie and I feel like all of us I like the Fast and the Furious movies and I feel like all of us as a fan base collectively came together to the idea okay like he passed away we're done with him exactly yeah but like to play off of that, I know a lot of people say as well that, you know, the money that comes from that either goes to his family or goes to his foundation. 
So it's like, I don't know which side I lean more towards. Like, obviously, if he's passed away in real life, it's kind of hard to utilize him in the movies, even with CGI. Like, I don't think that it's in, in one movie in a send off. Okay. But you're going to keep bringing him back. Like, I don't know how I feel about that. But then on the other hand, like yeah. I said, it's, it's making money for his daughter and their foundation and different things. So it's like, I don't know which side I lean more towards in, in that regard. Yeah. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I, I guess I'm going to have to go because I think back and forth about it. I'm going to have to go see it and make my own, mind you know about how i feel about his send-off yeah um so the next headline is one that uh you shared with me uh prior to coming on the show and it's actually i don't know i don't know i thought it was a pretty funny one uh it involves chris hemsworth uh, and <laughs> he shares the avengers group chat's thoughts on chris evans being the sexiest man alive <laughs> Yep. I don't know. Did you have a chance to, to, to read the article and see what was in there? Yeah, they, 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 I guess they have a group chat that they have kept going and they've just been um, picking on him in regards to being uh, the sexiest man alive. And the reason why I found this headline so captivating is because that's like almost like a family group chat, right? Yeah. Like, don't you? I, I, my family group chat could be a book of how mean we are to each other, how we oh, pick on each other. And just seeing that, I was like, that's a real friendship. Like, you know, you're going to get this and say, oh, congratulations, this and that. No, you're the real ones are going to be like, oh, how lame. You're not that sexy. I'm sexy. You're like, torture. I wanna, you know, like, that's like, that's the kind of like bantering that I want to see. <laughs> did, Crims, did, Crims, did Chris Hemsworth win that award before? Not that I'm aware, but I'll look it up right now. He I should. Think, He's hot. I'm sorry. I don't, I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that he did, but I would just assume that he has. I don't know. But no. that uh he hasn't. Oh, so now now it's kind of that's what makes it funny because like people are oh, always wait, 2014. Like, 2014. Hold on, hold on. I'm going way back here. 2014. Okay, so he did. Oh, so that it's like joining. Hey, we he wasn't even that hot then. He's hotter now. You know what's funny? Imagine having a group chat with it says here, uh, Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, mm -hmm. yep, <laughs> Jeremy Renner, Robert Downey Jr., Mark Ruffalo, <laughs> Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Imagine that group chat. I'm pretty sure Robert Downey Jr., maybe they were picking on him for winning it last. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah, he's one too. <laughs> Let's see. I'm not looking that up because I would have put him on that magazine like right away. Okay, I can't see anything. I can't find anything on that one. Let's see. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it for him. That's a shame. Now that he's the sexiest. <laughs> it also uh, it goes on to say that Jeremy Renner, in particular, often says the most filthy things in their group chat. I want funny. I want a glimpse of this group chat. Make it a movie, turn it into a book. You'll make so much right? money. <laughs> Imagine it's just a, it's just a, like a YouTube video or like a short or a TikTok. Yeah. And it's just like the, their text just coming up and it's all different. Like, oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, I just wanted to give you a heads up. I won Sexiest Man Alive. And they're boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So it says, yeah, he was crowned Sexiest Man Alive in 2014. And he revealed that he was very proud of Evans uh, taking over the title calling it a true passing of the torch moment and that he's indeed a very sexy man. That's what he said in, in an interview. <laughs> it's 
That's a third one. I told you, you can't, you can't be against him oh. winning. You can't. This is the best part. He said, he said, this is how he ended the interview. So well done, you know. Thank your parents. <laughs> Classic. I love that. Oh, that is, that's 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 a great way to end it. Like you should thank your parents, like yeah. winning winning that sexy man alive. Nah, it's funny. <laughs> um, so I know that we we last week we we or every week we really do touch on a lot of different shows, uh, movies, anything new. Uh, this week that you're that you've been watching, I finished watching Love, Love watch? is Blind. I finished watching Love is Love is Blind. They came out with the last two episodes. Have you seen it? Is this the kind of TV you're into? I'm not. I'm not into the reality like love story, Bachelor type of things. I've tried. I've given. I've given it a chance, and I'm, I'm like so frustrated. By this is so the the concept of Love is Blind. I'm sure you heard it. It's like when they have the couples meet in the pod and they speak through a wall, but they can't see each other, and they have to get engaged before they're able to see each other. This is the one with um, so, Che, right? Yeah. Okay. So you end up falling in love based on that connection that you form in there. You know, yeah. you're just sitting there, not seeing each other, disconnected from the world, just talking. And a lot of them like really open up to each other. And there has been successful marriages. The first season, yeah. the couple everybody fell in love with, they're still together to this day, right? Then they see each other and then they send them out on a vacation, obviously like a mini honeymoon. And then they put them in apartments to live together for wow. about four weeks. And then they have to marry. And at the altar, at the last episode is when they get to say, I do or I don't. You see, that's so, an interesting concept. It's great. Like, it's, concept. it's addictive. It's actually addictive. So the, the, when you first start watching and you're watching them fall in love in the pot, sometimes you see like you have, there should be like a fantasy booking, like where people can bet on which couples make it if, if yeah. Netflix will come out with this. Because they filmed them so far ahead. They, like this film like a year ago. So people already kind of had an idea. Yeah. Um, But there is a couple that you know it you just know it right every season has that one couple that you're like yeah they're gonna make it there's a uh, there's a lot of other couples that there was one that i feel like this girl's insecurity were projecting on him maybe they weren't such a good match there's another one that obviously they're all dating each other until they find the person they want to stick talking to right so there's this yeah. other guy that ends up seeing the girl that he ended up dumping for this one and she's hot and you wow. know so they get all confused but in the reunion episode there's this one couple that they just kind of like bully the guy. And I just like to a point where you start feeling bad for him. And a lot of the things that are being said against him, it's more of a she said, he said, but the girls yeah. have this mentality of, oh, we're girls, we're going to have your back. But there's no evidence of what she's saying that this man did, right? It's um, just a matter of girls are going to be girls and we're going to have yeah. your back no matter what. Just siding with so who they want to side with. Right. So then she started saying that he gave her like an eating disorder. He was controlling her food. And then she's like, oh, for example, there's this one thing with these oranges where you were like, oh, you're going to eat both of those. Like, you know, that kind of thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. So the guy, you can see him going like, no, you're crazy. So he's like, air it, air the thing if you have it. Like he's there in Netflix to do it. And yeah. they freaking did it at the end of the reunion. They put really? the thing in there. Yes. Like the, the, it's, it's oh, very, it's, it's filthy television. And I love it. Right. Yeah. But on the scene, he says it, but he says it in the way, Joey, of, oh, you need that? Make sure you save your appetite because we're going to have a big dinner. Not oh, in that so kind of way, like, you're too fat to oranges. Completely different context. But if you're saying that to somebody that's insecure, if you say that to me on the wrong day, I'm going to yeah. probably take it the wrong way. You see what I'm saying? So it was yeah. like this couple could not communicate. And it was like, I'd rather them say, hey, you guys were probably not a good pair of than just getting 
up on him. And then when you see the context of thing, you realize that he's he wasn't a saint either. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it was like it was just a big misunderstanding. And it drove me crazy the way that they treated him and that nobody said, OK, that's enough because you don't have evidence to back up this claim. Yeah. So that that part kind of upset me. But I find this show very fascinating, the concept of it. And like the couple that there's a couple that ends up saying no, but they're still together. And that's ended up being my favorite couple. And on the first couple episodes, I was like, they're not going to last. Like she's just with yeah. him for this reason or whatever. Very, very fascinating show with a very controversial ending that has a lot of people going back and forth on whose side they're taking on how this guy, his name was called, how he was treated. So yeah. I probably wasted entirely way too much time like reading reviews and, and watching YouTube videos to see what other people <laughs> think. I, just, yeah. I didn't think he was like a saint throughout the season, but I just, I hated the treatment uh, that they gave him at that finale. Like, I, and I just didn't think it should have been allowed. See, honestly, I've, I've never really been a fan of like reality shows like that. Um, yeah. I watched, you know, I, I didn't watch it religiously, but I watched Big Brother. And that's I know Big was, Brother. That was like my my initial like, I don't really like reality TV, but this is a cool concept. I like the idea. You know, I saw I like Survivor more. I feel like Big Brother is more uh, social. Where yeah. survivor, you have to have actual skills, or you are able to save yourself by, you know, winning immunity and and this and yeah. that. Like there, there's some survival skills needed to where Big Brother is like ninety percent social. So if you are an introvert, that has to be hard, you know. But I love the concept of Big Brother. See, I also said the same thing about like the the singing audition shows. I was I yeah. I hated, I despised American Idol. I was like, it's all like fixed, it's fake. I don't like it. And then, you know, I started watching The Voice and that I watch religious, religiously now. So, I mean, it's just a matter, I guess, of giving it a chance. Um, yeah. But from what you described, honestly, I didn't know the full concept of that. I knew Love is Blind. It's one of those reality love shows. Nick Lachey and his wife are on there. I didn't know much more than that. But now knowing the concept, like they don't actually get to meet face to face until no. the wedding. And it's just based off. No, of no, no. Thing. They meet. No, no, no. That's not. They meet face to face after they propose. Got then it. they okay, have okay. to go on and kind of like live a life. Oh, so that's when they so, send them to the apartment and they have to right. Live so, but oh, that's wow. the thing. Yeah. They also interact with the other couples, and you also have to remember that in some cases you dated these people for a short period of time in the yeah. pods. At some point, they don't show you a lot about the pods aspect of it because a lot of the drama is with them living together, and you know yeah. they go to each other's houses, they meet the family, they go through with a real wedding, but it's at the altar where they have to decide whether they want to Man. stay together or not. But it's it's um yeah that you don't meet that person until until you have already asked them to marry you. Okay, so what we'll do for next week for everybody watching right now, next week I'm gonna watch. How, is it is, how many seasons are there? There's three seasons. Uh, if if I gotta suggest, I will say you can skip the second one. It's the most boring. I love right. this one. It's very dramatic, and the first one is the most clean because it was the first season. So yeah. people are not going onto the show to get famous or Instagram famous, right? Yeah. Um, but this last season, the one that I'm talking to you about, twelve episodes. It's an easy watch. Okay. So I'm gonna watch the first. I'm gonna start, or I'm gonna attempt to finish the first season until next week. At least get okay. st some of it done, so I can kind of get a, an idea of, you know, what it does. And it's we'll talk about concept. it next week. Like the, the beloved couple that comes out of that, I don't want to spoil it for you, but they're a biracial couple. And that was brought up. Have you ever dated somebody, you know, and have you ever brought up 
home and like on this specific season, like this couple starting down and talking about abortion. How do you feel? About, and I'm like, there's things that they have to talk about and subjects yeah. that you have to cover that you probably wait because you have time to date someone before you, but no, these people have to decide whether they want to marry each other or not in four weeks. So it's like an expedited and you see them covering these kind of topics that you're like, Jesus, I wouldn't talk to someone I just started dating a week ago about this kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. You know what's crazy <laughs> about that too? It's because, well, at least I think, I think because they're not face to face, that, that it's easier mm -hmm. to have these conversations opposed to being face to face with your significant other, talking about, you know, biracial relationships, abortion, kids, different things like that. Like <clears throat> things that are typically more like, like emotion based, I guess you can say or yeah. emotional driven conversations, like make or break for a lot of people. Kind yeah, of but you have to have those conversations because you're going to get down in one knee before you even yeah. get to see this person. So it's just like there's some there's some things that might be deal breakers for people that have to be brought up like two days yeah. into meeting them, because it's like, why am I going to waste my time with you if you have, you know, if you're yeah. not in the same page? Yeah. But you technically get to know someone a lot better. You get to open up and it's easier for for people to do in this situation opposed to just being face to face, which That's can build the thing. a stronger it's, connection. Yeah. Yeah, and you see it. And there are a couple yeah. that when you start watching it, you're going to be like, oh, they're going to make it. Like, you just know there's always that one couple that you're like, yeah, they're going to make it. They're going to be okay. Yeah, the, you see them fall in love and you see who you're like, yeah, I don't know if that's going to work. And then sometimes yeah. you end up pleasantly shocked and sometimes you're like, holy crap. It's a it's a good concept. It's a good show. Much better than The Bachelor. Like, I gave up on Bachelor, Bachelorette. All of those I used to watch. Now I can't. Yeah. And, and, and Love is Blind. So there's no, they can't see each other at all until after the proposal until after the proposal right so they have no idea they can they, like do they describe themselves <clears throat> to each other like they try they not to they try not to really? like you see some people that are a little bit superficial so they'll try to get like there's this one girl gorgeous girl by the way but she tells the guy oh i'm a pilates instructor and you see him in his confessional going oh she must be hot obviously right because you yeah, know yeah. she works out for a living but the the conversations that they go into are deep conversations rarely ever about looks or right. I, the thing that i find funny sometimes netflix will put together like a video package of people trying to go around and like yeah. like there was this guy that was so superficial last season and he was like oh i love to go to concerts if we were to go to, to a concert could i put you on my back and lift you up it's his way of finding <laughs> out how big you are and i'm yeah, like come yeah. on but it's like funny because you can tell and then and then like people that are sitting there telling you, I don't care about looks, then they realize once they get into the experiment, maybe looks were a bigger deal to me than what I assume. However, the casting people do cast, like there's no nobody coming out that looks like a fucking ogre, okay? Like these are all attractive yeah. young single people too, but obviously everybody has their preferences. But I will say it's like, okay, at least they're casting people to make it a little more realistic. See, now, now I'm excited to watch it, see? I, th I think you won me over. I used I to work in sales. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got, I think I got to check it out. What Any about you? Other... you fun? Not really. Honestly, this week has been like a whirlwind for me. So I haven't really been able to like, I, it's been so crazy for me that I haven't even be able, I haven't even been able to watch full episodes of wrestling. That's when, you know, like, oh no right. yeah you have had quite a week huh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i think Love is blind, and i watch um the victoria's secret documentary on hulu okay 
um, that was a it was a good watch. It's more of the business side of Victoria's Secret, but it was it was a good watch if you're geeky like that. I actually spent a lot of my week um, free time on YouTube, not on Netflix, not watching movies, yeah. <clears throat> just watch, watching random documentaries on YouTube channels. One day we should bring in like our favorite YouTube channels that we follow that are non wrestling. Oh, I have a list. I there's me too. Honestly, there's so many talented cr content creators <clears throat> out there who are doing things that are way better than you even see on TV, and it's it's just it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I like that idea. We'll, we'll have to do that for a show. Um, did, yeah, I, you, I would love like even if we just bring ten or five YouTube channels that, that you're subscribed to, kind of like just so so people can find something else. But I I love getting lost in YouTube rabbit holes for hours and hours sometimes. And who knows? Maybe we can even get some of those. Uh, those content creators on as guests. So it's always worth it. That would be incredible. Watch. That'd be awesome. Um, have you had a chance to see the Selena Gomez documentary? No. <laughs> that's, I was, that's the first thing that came But since I talked you into Love is Blind, for next Tuesday, I will watch it. Got it. All right. You, so that, you watch my show, I watch your show. How about that? That's, we'll do it that way. I like that concept. <laughs> now that I thought about it more, you know, we talked about with the Selena Gomez thing before about like her friend, like, is yeah. she a good friend? Is she a bad friend? I thought about it more. I'm still like 50, 50. Like it, you'll have to, you have to watch it and see. Because okay. I'll there, watch it this week. Yeah. There's some. Apple TV raised like, their prices, uh, by the way. What happened? Apple TV raised their streaming prices. Really? Yeah. I think it went from like 499 to like 699. Disney Plus is also uh, starting in December. They're raising theirs as well. Netflix, Netflix did it recently. Netflix Hulu did it. did it recently. And Netflix, uh, I think, added commercials, right? They did a subscription, like a tier system where there's commercials. I think they did. I don't know. I don't know. I pay for the most expensive one so it can be in like, because all my is. nephews use it. So I want to have it in multiple devices so I don't yeah. have to kick somebody out when I sign up. <laughs> like, I did the same thing. But, um, Even with but, Peacock. Yeah. yeah, it's just becoming outrageous right like yeah like because the, they the, can because they can yeah, i know but i remember like i know i'm gonna sound old but i remember when netflix was like 4.99 when it first came out granted that the selection was very minimal but yeah. i remember netflix just being like four i got dvds in the mail netflix that's yeah, how old i've been in the netflix game <laughs> i was gonna say i remember because netflix originally started out as a video game they used to send video games in the mail and I remember yeah. my friends and I getting video games in like these little like little square uh, like envelopes with the disc in there. And that's what we would yeah. play. And then look at it today. So it's really not yeah, that long. You know, that bro you know Blockbuster could have bought it and they said no. Really? Wow. Oh, my God. I'm going to send you the YouTube link. I'm telling you, I, there's, docu there's some good documentaries on YouTube. And yeah. there's like one that I watch about, which by the way, the the blockbuster documentary on Netflix is very good. The last blockbuster, if you haven't seen it, so good. It will give you some nostalgia. But is there a show? I think there's a show on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Now they're gonna come out with a show. Got it. Okay. There's a documentary where they go to the real last blockbuster in the world, but they're, now they're gonna come out with a show about it. And okay. but the, the the real story of Blockbuster when it started going downhill, they had a they had a chance to buy Netflix for like cheap, oh, cheap, and they man. said no. That's yep. like a make, and Netflix that literally was make or break. Yeah, yeah. Crazy so I, I'll send you. I watch a really good documentary about it because I watch. I'm fascinated with like business and like there's yeah. this YouTube channel called Company Man, and he like talks about businesses that rise and fall and rise again and things like that.
So he did one on Blockbuster. It's very interesting. Oh man, see, I I I can go down the rabbit hole with those, and I always find like little things like uh, of documentaries on TikTok too. I always discover yeah. stuff on TikTok. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, send it to me. I I would love to watch that. Um, but yeah, a lot of different stuff, a lot of different like shows and stuff to 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 watch next week. I'll watch Love Is Blind. You watch Selena Gomez. We'll come yes. back and regroup and we'll and we'll chat about it. But uh, is there I'm any gonna other download thing? it. I have a flight. I have a flight on Thursday, so I'll download it and I'll happily watch it on my flight. There you go. You're gonna be in uh, you're gonna be in Newark, right? Correct. Yeah, you're yeah, be I'll be there. Newark? I'm gonna see you there, right? Absolutely. I got my tickets. I'm gonna be there. I told you. I told you. Yeah, yeah. Got <laughs> cheap. Uh, I won't say cheap. Yeah, they're cheap. I would say I got good tickets. They're going for cheap. For for yeah. a pay per view, they're going for cheap. Like my opinion, I my believe. opinion. I, I look at them on my streams, like to tell people, I'm like, hey, if you want to get out there, look, this is the price. This is to get you in the door. If you want to get something fancier, it all yeah. depends. But Rampage and, and and Full Gear are going for cheap. There was a lot of drama today surrounding the Taylor Swift uh, tickets, and I saw I that my that friend got in the... when yeah. No, I, not for Taylor Swift, but when Bad Bunny announced this stadium tour, it was impossible yeah. to score those tickets when they came out. It was like ridiculous. Wow. You had to wait like some people in front of you and you made it. It was sold out. And you're like, why did I just stare at Ticketmaster yeah. for like an hour? <laughs> no, it's crazy because I've been to Prudential Center for WWE shows. And yeah. I always look, I, always, I found like the section that I like to sit that's like mm -hmm. decently priced, great view. I don't have to have my neck turned the whole time. And right. I, I have paid, I would probably say like 150 or more at Prudential mm -hmm. Center for these tickets for WWE. How much did I pay for my AEW full gear pay-per-view tickets? In the 80. In 84. I think we might be on the same section. <laughs> There's a very good section that's slightly elevated, but you're not on the floor like this and you're yep. not on the notes. I'm the that's first the section, section. First yeah. section from the floor. Because yeah. I don't, I, I know people like floor seating. I get it. But if I you're don't. not in the first few rows, you can't enjoy the show. And I always tell people that. Like, like a lot of times people will be like, oh, well, you get the risers or the 100 at WrestleMania, for example. I'm like, yeah. because I want to be able to see the show. I had excellent seats at night two of Mania. I was against the stage. So I got all the entrances, excellent pictures, excellent videos. But you think I could watch the matches? No, I was like this the whole time. But I got them for the entrances aspect of it because, you know, it's WrestleMania. But night one, I sat highly elevated on the 100s, and it was perfect for me. Yeah, I remember uh, in 2006, that was my first pay-per-view. I went to uh, the 2006 Royal Rumble where Rey Mysterio won. And yeah. it was for, I got my dad got me tickets for my birthday. It was like a huge thing. And we got floor seats. And I was like the fourth row behind commentary. Okay. And the entire show, everyone was standing. I couldn't see. I had to, I was, I was small at that point. I was like 13 <clears> at <throat> that time. And I was standing on my chair to watch because everyone was standing. Yeah. And from there on, I, I said, I will never get floor seats ever again because unless you're sitting front row, yeah, it's, it's not, not worth it. Yeah. Or I guess like a ramp that you can see them come out and get some good content yeah. out of it. You know what I mean? But you have to be like an aisle at the end of the ramp. Or, But yeah, floor seats is not. And I'm the same way with concerts. Like Bad Bunny had a really big concert here in Puerto Rico and it was a stadium concert, right? And everybody was like, oh, get the GA. And I'm like, no, 
I'm too old to be standing down there with all the crowd. Because, you know, yeah. yeah, it's just everybody standing by the stage. I'm you're like, you're like sardines. Like, I'm uh, like, yeah, I'm like, I just want to listen to my favorite artists perform the songs and sing them out loud while I drink, you know. And I'm like, yeah. I want to see. I want a regular seat. You want to be comfortable. I was like, if I was in my early 20s, trust me, I'll be over there trying to get to the front of the stage <laughs> and, and like yeah. getting to kidnap me. I don't know. But at this stage of my life, <laughs> I just want to hear the songs being performed live while I sit down with a drink. Okay. So it was so and funny because people were arguing over the GA. Like that's what everybody, that's what was yeah. selling out. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not about that life anymore. I, I have my time, <laughs> you know, not anymore. <laughs> Been there, done it, done. <laughs> yeah. But it's just incredible how these tickets companies and like, or how they advertise something as sold out. But a lot of time it's like online bots buying them to resell them. And that's why you see what's happening with full gear now where they're just not selling. So they're desperately lowering the price. Yep. No, uh, we'll definitely have to, we'll definitely see each other. and We'll definitely you know, do something. But uh, yeah, I think that covers all the topics for today. We kind of talked about different shows and TV uh, movies and different things. Um, for everybody watching and listening right now, please don't forget to uh, subscribe and like down below and let us know. Uh, give us some suggestions. I would love to know different TV shows and movies to check out. We uh, we seem to always come up with a different uh, every week. We seem to come just talk about different uh, reviews of movies and stuff. So uh, well, pop culture is so broad that it's so easy yeah. to find a lot of topics and it's so easy to not find anything because you're trying to like figure out what we want to talk about. So we love to know what our viewers leave a comment. I always go back and check the comments and let us know what shows are you're into, who your favorite celebrities are. That way we can look for things that you guys also enjoy. Absolutely. Thank you guys again. Thank you, Issa, again. That I believe is number seven of the Ludicrous Report. And we will see Lucky you number next seven. week. See you guys. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Now nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.